Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Bandwagon Podcast. Ryan Michaels here with your boy, Chip Team. Hello. What's going on, Christopher? What's up, Ryan? I'm doing well. The tournament is boring. It is. Let's Very spice it boring. up. We're spicing it up today we with are. a brand new way through our podcast. We are going to take 16 prominent Philadelphia athletes, I would say from the past couple decades, and we are going to put them against each other and see who's the best. And we are going to crown the Bandwagon's number one Philadelphia Athlete. In our opinion. And just a note, we left some people out because it's only 16 spots. We only had 16 spots. And we just just picked a few, we just picked 16 people. You also have to remember too, with our age, we didn't grow up with the same characters. So they're going to think, the people are going to be mad. Let me just put it this way, the really old, the really, you know, back in the day guys. The old heads. Like, we're talking like Richie Ashburn of the Phillies, like Chuck Benderick of the Eagles. They're not on here because... We don't know who they even are. Even our even our parents weren't even alive. <laughs> we, you know what I'm saying? We know like, who they are. Like, yeah. like we've never watched them. Right. We're not. We're not. We didn't grow up with that. At, at least live. You know. Right. All right. Well, we're gonna get. And there into are a few guys. Also, I just want to point out there are a few guys that we didn't watch live, but we just know that they're a they, huge, they like just a huge. huge part of this city. So, just to clarify all that. Before we get into the tournament, however, yeah. our own tournament, our own March Madness. We have to talk about some Eagles moves. Because March Madness sucks this year. I'm sorry to cut you off. That's <laughs> uh, okay. I know. And Villanova lost. I wanted Duke to lose so bad. Yeah. I was rooting for Taco Fall so much. Yeah. All he had to do was not foul. Uh-huh. Not, okay. Okay. Back back to Philly. Back to Philly. Okay. Back to Philly. March Madness stinks. <sighs> now my bracket's gone. Yeah. Well, anyways, Eagles made a couple key signings. The Sixers are terrible. The mm. Flyers are terrible. Mm. And opening day's coming up. Yes. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked about that. Uh, we'll talk some lineup as Gabe seems to finally have his official... Hopefully he'll stick to it. Hopefully his permanent yeah, lineup. Yeah, permanent lineup. Together. Mm. Well, until then, it's all just speculation. But, ooh, one more thing, too. According to our own Philadelphia Sports Nation, via The Athletic, Bryce Harper was voted the most overrated MLB player by... MLB players themselves. How does that make you feel? You know what? Yeah? Let's cue the Rocky music. You're listening to a Philly Sports Nation production. Enhancing your Philly sports experience. We're not going to get in the huddle today, but we are going to talk some birds. Go birds, Go birds. baby. Go birds! Vinny Curry, back in green. Mm-hmm. Ronald Darby, back in green. Yep. Running backs, no new additions. <laughs> what do you think? First of all, I said it last time, and I, I knew Darby was coming back. Okay. And I like it. Uh, Vinny Curry wasn't expecting it, but I like it. More depth. You know, he's not going to be, he's just, again, he's more depth. He's not going to be what he was before. Um, and then, you know, the running back situation, I think they're just waiting for the draft. Or they signed J.J. back because he hasn't signed anywhere yet. But everyone is frightened of his knee. Yeah, and that's, yeah. And I just think for the Eagles, I think they're going to wait for the draft. 
I wouldn't mind them wait for the draft. I just don't want another Donnell Pumphrey situation. Well, yeah, and I don't think they're going to wait till the what, fifth round to yeah, draft the running, running back, back. You know, because back you know when we drafted Pumphrey, it wasn't the biggest need, and I think right now, I think it's one of our top needs. So yeah, I think it's going to you know be if not our first round pick, probably our second or third round picks. So, I mean, or one of our second round picks because <clears throat> we have two of them. So. I just think you're going to wait for the – I think they, you know, have seen someone that they like. They're aiming for them, and that's why they haven't made a move yet, so. And now, Howie Roseman's come out and said that an extension for Carson Wentz is the goal. Obviously, yeah. we we all knew that. <clears throat> yeah. But how do they expect to achieve that with the salary, with the, with the payroll that they have right now? Well, every deal that he's made so far, he's made it so where – it benefits everyone in the organization. The, yeah, right. It's, well, not benefits, but everyone in the organization has been willing to take a decrease to make something bigger happen. Right, exactly. And yeah, it, but there's going to come to be a point where a star player isn't going to want to take that much of a decrease. No, and... and Or at least they have to have one big contract where they make a bulk of their guaranteed money yeah. and then restructure it. Yeah. I feel like Howie's good at that. Yeah, he is. And, and he's good at, he's good at, you know... Like, I don't know what the word is. He, 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 like, puts, like, all these things in the contract, which are legal, by the way. Like, he puts these incentives in contracts, which are more appealing. And, he, he you know, he's just really good at... And they're high-stakes incentives, too. Yeah. And, you know, he, he, I, I, he knows what he's doing. That's all I'm going to say. Like, he knows what the plan is. He knows what the future entails and you know he 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 knows that we have to sign Wentz and he knows we need the money for it so you know however he does that he'll he'll find a way to do it okay well I mean I hope that happens too but what do you think Wentz is going to ask for is it to be honest with his injury history is not going to be top end top end well I think it depends on how he plays this year Uh, you know that's a fair point because this year is I think going to you know, make or break him. It could, yeah. Uh, if I'm being brutally honest, it's going to make or break Carson Wentz. Well, don't be brutally honest. All right, Jim. <laughs> it, but seriously, when it comes to pay, yeah. yes, it yeah, will. it is. It is. You know, it, I'm not talking about his career, but I'm talking about his contract. Yeah, if he wants to make top notch money, he's got to he's got to stay healthy. He, he's a very good quarterback, and we know that. We've yeah. seen that. He's MVP caliber. Yeah. But can he stay healthy? And is his injury risk worth the money? Now, yep. I know we've had our arguments about Carson Wentz's injury history and staying positive and all that, but when you're looking at a contract of that magnitude, you really have to evaluate it and think, is the risk worth the reward? Well, so, I think that only comes if he does get injured again this year. That's true. And, like, I am agreeing with you 100% on that. Yeah. But this year is going to be either the most fruitful year of Carson Wentz's career yep. or he's just going to rot away in the fields. The Baron Fields, the Wastelands. That's, that's harsh, but uh, yeah, sure. In other I mean, words, in yeah, I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's yeah. I think you know, even if he does get hurt, I think we're still gonna give him an extension, obviously. Uh, but again, money is that's that's the only question right now. Well, we'll take everything away from the birds for now. You'll notice that our segments are a little shorter because we have our. I'm just waiting for the draft. I am so excited for the draft. Yeah, it's going to be good. As the draft approaches, we'll have a little bit more coverage on that, and we'll talk more about the... Yeah, this is kind of the low point for NFL right now, so... <laughs> it's the off season, man. Yeah, nothing's <laughs> you... happening. 
I mean, soon baseball is going to be the only sport going. Yeah, right. Which is going to... Yeah, it's going to be fun. <sighs> I, I mean, I love baseball, but <laughs> I need something else to talk about, too. Right, exactly. Um, all right. Let's talk Sixers. Mm. Okay. I understand the loss to Atlanta. What's happening? I understand the loss to Atlanta. I don't understand the loss to Orlando. You know... How do you lose to the Magic? We got cru- you're kept under a hundred. We get we got crushed by the Magic. Yeah, you did, dude. <clears throat> I don't know what's up this team. I think they just like to infuriate us. That's all I'm gonna. That's that's the bottom line. Like I freaking love Joel Embiid. I freaking love Ben Simmons. I love this team. But without Ben Simmons, one game, one game because of a stomach illness, and they do that. Shake Milton is the only one to score over 10 points on the bench? That's ridiculous. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know what's wrong with How do you let Trey Young in Atlanta come up with a teardrop shot with two seconds left right up the lane? <sighs> yeah, Sixers, listen. Well, you're not going to listen because you're not listening. But No, no, they should be. They should because, be listening. Because, you know, if we're thinking it... Everyone else, well, not everyone, but most people are thinking it too. What the hell was that? Well, I was actually listening to the radio on the way here, and I heard a caller call in, and he said, this is 100% Brett Brown's fault. Do you agree? I don't agree that it's 100% his fault, but if he doesn't get his act together, and he doesn't get past the first round of the playoffs, get him the hell out of town. Kick him out. He's getting on the same plane as Ben McAdoo and Brian Colangelo. Right. Pack his bags. Mm -hmm. Get him on that plane, and he's joining that trio. Wow. Well, yeah, I mean, I agree. They can form a band if they want to. But I agree, but I'm just saying, I'm talking about this specific loss right now. Oh, that loss? That that magic loss. I'm, I don't even care about the Hawks because it was just... It was poor gameplay. It, it was, and we should we got to play better defense. It's all. And I understand that you're going to have some tough The Hawks games. shouldn't even be in that position. You and I were talking last night, and J.J. had an off game. He did. You can't rely on J.J. Redick. For everything. Yeah, and you gotta, you know, your bench player has to pick up, a a bench player or a few has to pick up his slack when he's having an off night because he's gonna have off nights. It's part of being a human. Right, and it's part of being... Gabe, you hear that? <laughs> and it's, you know, that that's what makes good, that's what makes good teams. You know, if, if someone's off, someone else picks up their slack. And, and that's what we're lacking. Yeah. Our bench, what we had last year that we don't have this year, we had Ersan Ilyasova, uh, we had... Marco Bellinelli. Marco Bellinelli coming off. TJ McConnell is fine off the bench is kind of a throw off piece where it's just kind of like no one really knows with him. He's got a he's a wild card. Yeah. But And again, I do like our bench, but it's just it's not powerful, man. It's, it's not threatening. Yeah, it's weird. It's like Why do you think we can't be Toronto? I don't know. It's it's just our bench is weird. Like I like the guys coming off the bench. It's a good bench, but it's just you know, sometimes they don't bring it. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, we were missing Michael Scott too. Well, yeah, he got hurt. Yeah, um, he's probably one of our best bench players. He is. He is. And then, dude, I love Boban. <laughs> my man Boban. I have to mention Boban. If, if I on. have to take any positives out of it, my man Boban hit a corner hit a three, three against he the hit Atlanta. A corner three. That he was did. hot. First career three pointer. More than Ben Simmons. Just saying. Can we can we just make sure that Boban and uh, Tobias Harris just stay here like forever. forever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's make that. I, I love the attitude that they both bring to the team. Yeah, 
They're just very happy people. But listen, here's here's the, here's what I'm going to say. At at this point in the season, with however many games left, like six or seven, these are the games that you have to win. You're heading into the playoffs. You want to be, you know, on the upswing heading into the playoffs. You can't be losing to teams like Atlanta and Orlando. Now, again, I know Orlando is like somewhat decent. They're they're in the playoff hunt. Yeah. But you can't lose by this. That much. This is a team that you have to beat. Another thing that bothers me, like you, you have to win right now, and like the last couple games, if you know your seed is definitive and you know that's where you're going to be, all right, you might be able to rest your starters just so they have a fresh set of legs going into the playoffs. But right now, these are must-win games, yes. and this has got to stop. Yeah, and and and, and, and you know, <clears throat> I, I might be with that caller. With that loss, was 100% Brett Brown's fault? I mean, what? Just because we're missing Ben Simmons? As great as Ben Simmons is, and I know how much of an impact he has on the floor, but if our team isn't good enough to win with Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid, come on. I, I don't th- I don't agree with 100% Brett Brown. I do agree, I do agree that it's some, somewhat his fault. He had a very large stake in it. He's but, the coach. But you, you got to blame the players. They didn't bring it. You got to bring it every night, and you know you saw it last night. You did just they, saw, did, do you think they just underestimated them? You did, yeah. You just saw in the way that they played, they weren't giving it their all. They 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 were just it. It felt like they were just lazy with the ball. They were turning the ball over on on stupid plays, and it looked like the old Sixers. Turnovers haunted us for. They still haunt us. <laughs> every time we lose a game, it's either because of turnovers, turnovers or missed free throws, which I hate both of them. They infuriate me. But it just—it didn't seem like they were all in. It like just watching the game. It just—it something seemed off. And if <clears throat> and hear me, if your team isn't motiv- motivated enough to play one hundred percent, especially right now with like six games left in the regular season, that's not good. If your team isn't motivated one hundred percent to win right now, no matter what you think, no matter how you think it's the players or what, it's the coach's fault. The coach is the leader of the team. He should be conveying that message that these are the must-win games. This is crunch time. We have to win. Well, you're, you're just hating on Brett Brown right now. No, no, I'm not. I'm just, you know, I'm being honest here. I, 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 if you're a leader in the in the locker room, you have to be the one to get that in their thick skulls. Well, I, I again, I, I, yeah, I agree with that to a to a degree, but. Even as players, we know Joel Embiid is one of the most talented players in the NBA. We know Ben Simmons is one of the most talented players in the NBA. We right. know Jimmy Butler has the skills to take anywhere to the playoffs. Right. We know J.J. Redick has a great three-point shot and is one of the most most valuable assets to the team. We know Tobias Harris is great. We know Boban Marjanovic doesn't even have to jump to dunk, which is pretty <laughs> awesome. What made them not want to play? It's not that they didn't want to play. It's just that they, I don't. They guess they, they underestimated them. Were they? Did they underestimate them, or did they just get lazy? I think they got lazy. If they got lazy, it's the coach's fault. Why is it the coach's fault? Because you can't let your team get lazy. But as a player, you can't just start. Chip, I'm saying, I'm saying, lazy. a single loss is the coach's fault. A single loss. I don't agree with that. Not 100%. If they got lazy, it's his fault. Not 100%. Okay. 
Not 100% his fault. It has to be. No, it We've seen, and you know, we've seen time and time again when Brett Brown's game plans have led us to a loss. What if he just didn't prepare them well enough? How many times have you played this team? Not just the Magic, man. I just, I don't agree. Uh, and I don't know. I just don't agree that it's 100% preference. I, do, do you agree that if we get knocked out in the first round, he's out of town? I do agree with that. Yeah. Because you have too much talent on this team. And again, it ha- and, and I know it's, you know it's a pivotal moment in the season, but it happens. You know, even with Boston, they lost to uh, the Lakers. They lost to the Lakers. They've been losing to to some bad. They lost to Charlotte the other night. Yeah, they did. And Toronto lost to Charlotte on a half court shot, which was hilarious, by the way. It <laughs> <That> was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and, and Boston. I mean, Charlotte beat Boston. I think the night before, or two nights before that. And it wasn't. I don't think it was that close. Maybe it was, but they still lost. So it it, it does happen. But right now, our seed, our seed is important. Well, you got to think. I mean, what's I think we have we got like 47 wins. Uh, I think it's 40 47 or 48. I yeah. think it's 47. I think we're 47 and 27. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, it, it, that, but, that doesn't really necessarily. We're the third seed for 47 and 27. Yeah. Paces are right behind us. What are they, what are they at? 45-29. All right. At, and especially after that loss now, you know, as a team, you got to you got to come together and be like this this can't happen again. You know, our schedule isn't that tough, I don't think, for the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. These are games you got to win. Period. Mm-hmm. No matter what. All right. So let's let's go through what the playoff scenario is going to be for the East. As of now. The Bucks are in first, Raptors in second, Sixers in third, Pacers in fourth. So the Bucks will play the Heat at eight. Okay. The Raptors will play the Nets at seven. Oh, so Detroit, okay. Detroit will play us. Yeah. Pacers, Celtics. Mm-hmm. We have to stay in <clears throat> third. Yeah. Because if we play the Celtics, well, I mean, it's game over, man. Well, it's listen, game over. Listen, if we, if it stays the way it does and we, and the top seeds win, we play Toronto. Which, I don't think we could beat them. <laughs> no. I think we could beat Milwaukee, possibly. But, I don't know about Toronto, man. I don't think we could beat Toronto. <laughs> I mean... Alright, let, let, let's move on. Let, let's move on. Uh, I know this is... Stop losing to bad team, Sixers! Because we have another team... Who's bad. That just has poop all over their bed. Because... They're just... They're choke artists. The Philadelphia Flyers! It's over, dude. Yeah, they're not making the playoffs It's over. It was a great run. Stadium Series is fun. <laughs> oh, man. What a weird year for right, the well, Flyers. Uh, the good thing with the Flyers is at least they have a future. Yeah. Unfortunately, right now they suck. Man, what happened? They're inconsistent. Inconsistency has been part of this team... I'm going to say since the 12 or 13 season. They'll go on these miraculous 10-game win streaks and then lose, win, lose, win, lose, win, lose, 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 win, lose, win, lose, 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 lose. That does happen. I don't get it. I love watching the Flyers when they're playing their beast mode hockey. It's awesome. Jacob Voracek came out and said we choked. You know, which is... 
He's Under, not wrong. Understandable, dude. I mean, I, look, he's I, right. I really think that he's right, yeah. He is right. I'm glad that he did that, by the way. Some people might not like it, but I'm actually glad that he did it. I, I like it, too. Someone has to. Right. And he's... Someone he's, has he's to! One of these vets on, on this team. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. It, it's a young team. Yeah. He's been one of the... He's been around this team long enough to be able to make some calls on his own. Yep. That's about it. Him and Giroux at this point are really the only two that should really have a say in the yeah. locker room. Right. But... Yeah, I, it's it's disappointing. I, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm done. Yeah. I, I'm done. The, the, the back-to-back losses were just the icing on the cake. You know, it was just... Like, we... You know, we we, we... we kept staying in it, but then after those two losses, it just... I mean, we're still technically not out of it, but I just don't see it. The way that we're playing right now... If they make it... It'd be a miracle. No. If they make it, shit... You are buying, well, I will buy a cake, and you have to, like, throw it in my face. And we will videotape it and put it on our YouTube page. I'm fine with that. If they make it. If they make the playoffs. And the cake will say, Ryan sucks. Just. Deal. Yeah. Done. That's it. We'll just go to the supermarket, pick up a cake, yeah. and you will, right, Yep. Right in the face. Make sure it gets everywhere. Oh, I will. Just so that I have to shampoo my hair like four times. That's, yep, oh, I will. Yeah, okay. I just wanted to ask. God, um, I hope that happens now. Hey, if you got something to root for, right? <laughs> yeah. This tournament sucks. It does. All right. Well. Phillies! 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 Oh, finally they're starting! Bryce Harper's alive. So, Gabe Kapler. Before we talk about the lineup real quick. I want to get back to the thing about said Bryce Harper is the most over. Yeah. Over uh, what's it, what was the word over overrated overrated player. That was by the players. Listen. That wasn't by fans. That was, that was by the players, the MLB players. I love it, dude. I love it. You okay. want to know? You want to know why? Just added added fuel to the fire, dude. Because they're jelly. He's gonna he's gonna hit fifty homers this year. Maybe not 50, but he's going to hit a no, lot no, no, of homers. No. I, how about this? If the Flyers make it, I will get caked in the face. All right. If, if Bryce, Bryce Harper, Harper hits 50, 50 home runs, runs I, I get... Yeah, you get caked You in the get face. to... Yep. All right, yep. deal. Deal. And that's a... T- now we got something to look forward to. Yep. All right. I think we're starting to form some gambling. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. Well, it's legal, so... It is legal. <laughs> <laughs> Can but, you really gamble with cake? I mean, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. it's not really gambling at that point. All right, but, but anyway, yeah, back but, to the lineup. So we saw in the last spring training game, what it seems to us, at least, and to most people, that was the lineup that he's going to go with on opening day. And the lineup was McCutcheon, 1, Segura, 2, Harper, 3, Hoskins, 4, Real Muto, 5, Herrera, 6, 7 was Hernandez, 8 was Franco, and then the pitcher. Now, that that interests me a little bit It does Franco. interest me. It does. With Franco at 8, I thought he would be higher in the lineup and they keep the speed at the bottom. Yeah, but... I kind of like it actually. Having Look, having that type of player down there, because you got to think last year Franco was what like fifth or this fifth or fifth hitter or the sixth yeah. hitter. This year's are eighth. That just that just tells you how how much better we got. And if you're having a guy like that hit in your eighth spot, that kind of ups his value a little bit because he's not. We saw from the last few years he's not 
you know, one of the top tier third basemen. But he's he's a good enough third baseman to start every day and still give you, you know, still hit well. And to have him in that eight hole, I, I, I do like it. The reason why I'm kind of shocked about it is I'd prefer to have speed towards the bottom because let's say the pitcher gets up. More than likely, if there's only one, oh, if there's no outs, you're going to sack fun. Yeah. I'd rather have speed over there. I mean, yeah, and I do, I do understand that. Um, and, and, I mean, and Franco is not speed. Let's no, he's be not. He's, he's not, not. He's not fast at all. Um, but yeah, I do understand that. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, I do like it. I mean, you know, Hernan and Hernandez is not a bad hitter. I mean, he hit 15, without a broken fi- foot. Fi- maybe he'll well, be yeah. better. And he had 15 homers last year. I think it was 15. And, you know, he added some bulk to him, so maybe, you know, he added some more power to that. Um, but he's just, I mean, he's a, I think he's a solid hitter. You know, having him in that seventh spot is, isn't the worst. And, you know, having Herrera in the sixth hole, you just got to be more consistent, and he'll be fine there. Uh, but, the, yeah, the bottom three guys are, are kind of interesting. I thought he would do it a little bit differently, but, you know, I'm fine with it. I mean, you know, the top five guys are solid. Solid, so... Um, you know I'm, that's honestly a killer lineup. It is. It's a very good lineup. I'm really looking forward to this season. I'm now really looking need, forward to now it. Now we need to need pitching because Velasquez stinks. Starting pitching, to be specific. Starting pitching. The bullpen still needs work, but it not does. as much work it's, as the rotation. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I right mean, now, Pavetta, Pavetta is slated to be the number two. Number starter. two. I like that. I think Pavetta's gonna have a nice year. So Nola, Pavetta, Arietta, F one, at four. Velasquez at five. Unfortunately, uh, listen. Unless Velasquez they cut from the team. Unless that well, unless they throw <laughs> a curveball and throw someone else out there, maybe. But they're probably gonna go Velasquez, which I don't like. But listen, if you give you, if you can get if you can, if he can give you five good innings an outing, I'm fine with that. Yeah, at least five. Yeah, I mean, Pavetta needs to have an all star, not an all star year, but like a high caliber year. Yes, and Eflin. Eflin needs to get his act together because he has the talent. He does. He and we saw it last year. You know, in the first half. Yeah, he had a streak going. He did. He had, and then he, he just fell off. He was. He was. He was playing well, and then like the whole team, he fell off. But um, <laughs> he does. He does have the capability of of being. You know, being a solid, a solid rotation guy. And now, <clears throat> this is a hot take. Oh boy. But we were talking about Brett Brown if he gets knocked out in the first round, being on a hot seat. If Gabe Kapler misses the playoffs with this star-studded lineup, is mm. he on the hot seat? Uh To be honest, I don't think it would be worse. I don't I don't think it would be as bad as Brett Brown. Okay. Because would he get they would put him on the hot seat it, until the middle of next season. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't be fire him now, you know. Yeah. Because it, it would be like you're walking on thin ice, buddy. Right. Yeah. It, it wouldn't be you know it wouldn't be firing, but because you got to think we 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 do have a great lineup. The Phillies have invested too much to let it all go after one year. Well, and and right, exactly, and, and you know we brought all these guys together. You know, maybe it, it takes them a year to, to mesh. Mesh. We hope not, but maybe it does. Um, so, and you, you can't you know having a good team for one year. You know, you can't just let him go. You can't let your manager go after that. Well, you know, having a catcher, too, like JT Realmuto, might help the younger pitchers out. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Having a good play caller is... 100%. Yeah. Very integral to being We've a good We've seen it pitcher. with Yadier Molina for the last 
15 years. Yeah, he's so good. And, and, you know, I, I feel like every pitcher they bring up is good. Like, even if they're not, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he's yeah, just, I know. That's what Molina does, man. He just, <laughs> he, he makes pitchers good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. It is. And, you know, it's just, having a good catcher makes, it makes all the difference, man. Especially with young pitchers. Amen. Amen to that. Go, Phil- go Phillies. Why are you mad? Because we have a tournament coming up. Oh, my God. This is going to be so hard. All right. So, oh. in honor in honor of March Madness. Which sucks. Chip and I have decided to take 16 names of prominent Philadelphia athletes that we both decided were worthy of being within the tournament. And we are going to now debate. There was many more worthy. We just picked who we picked. So, so don't get me, mad at us. Let me go over the 16 names first so you know. All right. We have... We picked four from each team, by the way. Yeah. We have Nick Foles, Steve Carlton, Chase Utley, Donovan McNabb, Claude Giroux, Brian Dawkins, Dr. J, Wilt Chamberlain, AI, Bernie Perrant, Eric Lindros, Jimmy Rollins, and Ryan Howard are having a play-in game. Yeah. So that's what we're going to start like with. Like Temple, which they lost in, yeah, by the way. Yeah, they lost Joel Embiid versus, oh no, Joel Embiid, Jason Peters, Bobby Clark, Mike Schmidt. In order, that's who's versing each other too, but yeah. we'll, we'll just go down it again. But let's start out with Jimmy Rollins, Ryan Howard for the play-in. Both have won MVPs. They have. Both have won World Series. They have. A World Series. On the same team. Who was the most influential of the two? Who was more integral to those championships of the two? Oh, man. Who was the better Philly? This is tough, man. I... Chip, I mean, it is what it is. We named them in the best 16 Philadelphia athletes of all yeah, time. Yeah, we did. In our opinion. In our Who cares? I just don't want people to get mad. Well, you can get mad who at us. Who cares? Get mad at us. Get mad at us. Yell at us. I don't care. Um, nothing matters. Nothing does. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, they're both so even, I feel like. Because, like you said, they both won MVPs. Ryan Howard's MVP year was unbelievable, though. It was. But It was. I feel like, J- I don't know. I mean, we couldn't do it with, like, without either of them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, we don't win that championship without This is the reason why we J-Roll. pitted them against each right. other, because it was going to be it was so hard. hard. But the reason we didn't do Utley it was because Utley was just, he's the man. You know what I'm saying? He was just... I know, but like I feel like if we put either J-Roll or Howard against Utley... We would pick Utley. We would probably... I don't know. Like, no question. No, I think I feel like we'd pick Utley. Because he was just so clutch. And, you know, I know his stats don't back it up. And you know, he was injured a lot. But when he was out there, man, he he just played with this energy. And and he, he, he always gave it 110%. And he was just, I, he was just, I don't know. He, he might be my favorite Philly of all time. All right, well, let, let's get back to the actual I'm sorry, matchup yeah. here. Um, oh, man, I just, I don't know. I, can, I really can't say. I mean, I would have to flip a coin, honestly. I mean, we have a coin right here. We do. All right, let's do it. Why not? Heads. Heads, Howard. Tails, Tails Rollins. Rollins. All right, here we go. Tails number We're five. actually flipping a coin, guys. Ryan Howard. All right, Ryan Howard's moving on. I probably would have picked Rollins, but let's just do Howard. I was going to pick Rollins, actually. All right, let's, let's do, do Rollins. Rollins. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Howard. All right, we have to get over our fear of offending people here. Yeah, we got to stop. Jimmy yeah. Rollins won. Okay, okay. Jimmy, Jimmy Rollins, Rollins won. J-Roll. J-Roll. 
Look, as as clutch as Ryan Howard was, he and was. how many home runs he hit, he I feel like Jimmy Rollins was just a better overall, not overall, all around player. Yes, he was a shortstop too. Yes, more of a, he, I felt like he was more of a leader than Ryan Howard. Yeah. I don't. I'm not saying Ryan Howard was a bad guy. He had so many tremendous seasons in Philadelphia. Yeah, but Jimmy Rollins, for me, and I'm assuming you as well, was that guy for me. Yeah. Okay. On, on that team, it was only for me, but Rollins is right behind him. Okay. So now Jimmy Rollins will be going up against Eric Lindros later, but mm. we're going to start out with round one, the first game. These are all random, so the seeds are, don't matter. The seed, there's no seeds. There's no seeds. Matter. We yeah. just randomize. We it. just randomize it. So it's whoever against whoever. Nick Foles versus Steve Carlton. Oh wow. Go ahead, Chippy. Oh Come on. boy. Give, give me your take, buddy. <sighs> As much as I love Steve Carlton, now again, I didn't watch him when he was playing, but he was a damn good pitcher. He was, <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking influential now. I, and again, I know he won. He he was here when we won the World Series in 1980. But what Nick Foles did was unprecedented. A backup quarterback. A backup quarterback winning the Super Bowl against the greatest of all time. Nick Foles all the way. All right. We move on, Nick Foles. Next, (laughs) we have Chase Utley versus Donovan McNabb. Utley. I hate Donovan McNabb. (laughs) I don't hate Donovan McNabb, but... And again, he did did do a lot for us. He did a lot for us, but he made it to a Super Bowl, lost, made it to like fifty NFC Championships, lost all. He was lost a diva. Most of them. He was just such a diva. Uh, he was a good quarterback, uh, but Utley was the man. Fair enough. All right. So Chase Utley and Nick Foles have advanced. They will be versing each other in the next round. Then we have Claude Giroux versus Brian Dawkins. This is. Easy. Yeah. And it's Brian Dawkins. Brian Dawkins, easily. Claude Giroux is one of the most underrated players of this generation. He is. He is. Yeah, he is. I'm I'm giving no discredit. No, absolutely. To Claude no. Giroux. Absolutely. Yeah, he, he, he deserves a lot more credit. He deserves he... a lot more respect than he gets from the Philadelphia fans. Yes. I, I don't see why everyone hates on him. I've I've read so many articles and so many tweets where people just keep saying, T- strip the C, strip the C, strip the C. Why? I, yeah. I know that there's been a lot of losing seasons, but how is that really his fault when the teams that are built around him have just been garbaggio <laughs> since they made it to the Stanley Cup? Yes, I do agree that he deserves a lot more credit, but he's going against B. Dawkins. I don't think not many people are going to beat him. So <laughs> this next one's fun. Oh God, Doctor J. All right, versus Wilt Chamberlain. Oh God. I mean, how can you vote against Wilt, though? Oh, man. I don't know. I, that's so tough. Um, Dr. J was so good, man. But Wilt was so good, too. Oh, my gosh. I can't. I can't. I don't know. Like... 
And we're going off influential. I say Dr. J because we're going off influential. Yeah, for us. For us, I think it's Dr. J. Wilt Chamberlain scored 100 points. Chip. I know, he did. 100! That's, that's a great milestone, and it probably will never be broken. But, again, what Dr. J did for the city, man. I, I, I can't. I, 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 I like Dr. J, man. And maybe maybe because it's Wilt Chamberlain was, you know, back further, but I didn't watch either of them live. Wilt so. Chamberlain was just... He was so he was incredible. incredible. He was incredible, and he did play for the Lakers. I'm just gonna say that. Uh, but I don't. I just. I don't know. It, I, that's a toss up. But I'm. I'm gonna go with Dr. J. By a slim margin. Sl- very I slim. I will go with Dr. Very J. Very slim. Exactly. We're talking influence. Maybe you can argue that. Probably you can argue that Will Chamberlain was a better player. They're both incredible players, so. AI. Okay. Bernie Pearl. Now, this depends on who you're a fan of, because for me, it's AI. But I know for you, it might be Bernie. I mean, dude, how can... This is tougher than you think. It is. No, it is. It is. Not a lot of people... Make make your case for AI. Not a lot of people... Because he never won a championship. I just... I do... I, I do... I will give you that, and I do want to say not a lot of people understand how good Bernie Perron was. But we're we're talking to influence here. What AI did for this city at that time was just unprecedented. Mm-hmm. This city needed something, and and he brought it. That's why they called him the answer. Mm-hmm. He, I I just don't I can't even explain it. And again, I was very young when he was playing in his prime. But even I know that he I don't know. He just did something to the city that just made it fun again. So I know he did. I I just know. And he and and I know he didn't win a championship, but he brought that team to the finals. There's no question about it. By himself. Now, I know they had Mutombo, but that was Mutombo past his prime. That team did not deserve to be in the finals, and they made it. But Bernie Perrant was the goalie in the 70s. (laughs) Well, yes, he was. I mean, that was prime flyers, broad street bullies. We're going to go out there and wreck your soul so bad, your kids are going to have bruises. Flyers. Yep. That was the time to be a flyer. Has there been a time, and he, I know that people wanted to play with AI, but that team together, who wouldn't who wouldn't have wanted to be a part of that? Man, I wish I lived in the seventies. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Technological advances. You, That's true. Without our smartphones. Yeah, Come you're on. right. Don't lie to yourself. You're right. All right, that, that's a good point. But I don't know. I mean, if we're talking just straight up. Well, AI was incredible too, but if we're talking about like accomplishments, championships, then yeah, Bernie Perron. But we're talking most influential Philadelphia athletes. It's got to be Iverson. I know this one's going to sting for you. The answer. Uh, Bernie Perron. 
I, like, I didn't watch him play, but that's a name you know. Like, for me, it's more than Steve Carlton. Yeah. That's a name you know as a Flyers fan. Yeah. AI, as good as he was, he never won the chip. I don't think it matters. Because at that time, Philadelphia was just in desperate need of something. And he brought it. He brought back that winning way. And to Kembe Mutombo. And he brought to Kembe Mutombo, which was lit. And you know, that's why people don't get mad when we, when we think of the 2001 NBA Finals. Because we didn't even deserve to be there. We didn't. Maybe maybe we didn't even deserve to be in the playoffs. But Allen Iverson carried that entire team, that entire organization, to the finals, and we won Game One. And I, I don't know. You can't even put it into words. It was just what he did for the city is just unprecedented. That's all I can say. Why you got to do this? You know I'm right, dude. Come on. Just give it to me. You know the answer. (laughs) Come on. Say it. Do it. AI moves. Let's go. Come on. You know that was the right decision, man. AI is top of the. What are we going to do? Just knock out all the flyers just because you don't know them, though? The only one left is Eric Lee. Oh, no, never mind. We got one more. Nah, well, so. All right. Eric Lindros versus Jimmy Rollins. Oof. Uh, I would say Jimmy Rollins. If we're going most influential, not biggest name, Jimmy Rollins. Yeah. For Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Rollins. Yeah. I mean, as big as Eric Lindros was for Philadelphia, I feel like... He was good. He was very uh, good. Excellent. Uh, Very good. Jimmy Rollins brought something to the city that was a little bit different. Yes. You know, it was was his own personality. He was part of a championship. Um, Yeah, definitely. Definitely J-Roll. Now, Joel Embiid is on this list because I feel like he has to be. He has to be at this point. Yeah. He will be one of the best, so just keep that in mind. Don't... Go ahead. I don't even care what you think. <laughs> Joel Embiid, Jason Peters. Uh, oof. Mmm. Oh, man. Dude, this, it's Jason Peters. This don't be is an tough. I don't know, man. Nine-time pro bowler. When he tore his ACL... Fans, for minutes on end, chanted Jason Peters over and over and over again. But Joel Embiid. I love Joel Embiid too, man. But I'm right on this one. He's the best center in the league. Jason Peters is crazy good. Nine-time pro bowler. Come on, man. Come on. All right, you know what? I'm just gonna go with it. I'm just gonna go with this because Joel Embiid is in his third year or fourth year. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. 
But at, if we're talking, if we're talking the end of the career. He's the background of my computer, for God's sake, Chip. <laughs> if we're talking about the like, if we're talking about in the future, then yeah, it's Joel Embiid. But right now, Jason Peters. I'll go with Jason Peters. <sighs> and the last game of the first round, we have Bobby Clark versus Mike Schmidt. Schmidt. Dude, get out of here! I'm sorry, dude. Listen, again, shut up. I'm no, dude, you shut your dude, mouth. Listen, listen, Mike Schmidt. Is one of the best baseball players of all time in MLB history. Now, again, I, this is a Phillies fan talking. I am not as big of a, Philly, a Flyers fan as I am a Phillies fan, and it's the opposite with Ryan. Dude, Schmidt was unreal. Dude. <laughs> And just this because is, these players are dude, old does not mean that they like this is disintegrate. Like, this Their is, legacy still exists. Dude, this is like picking freaking like he's a three-time Hart Trophy winner, man. Dude, Mike Schmidt. I don't even know how many. Let me. All right, let me look up Mike Schmidt's stats. If you're looking up Bobby Clark's stats, give me a second here. Bobby Clark was the captain. You're gonna tell me Mike Schmidt wasn't the captain of that Phillies team? Yeah, he was the captain of that Phillies team. Let's see. Let's see here, ladies and gentlemen. They're both Hall of Famers. Don't act like they're not Hall of Famers. Three-time MVP, Mike Schmidt. Dude, that's the same thing as the Hart Trophy. Whatever, dude. So they're tied. So they're tied with MVPs. There you go. I just want to point out he's 69 years old, by the way. <laughs> nice. Um, oh, so is Bobby Clark. Let's nice. go! <laughs> A lot of similarities so wow. far. Wow. And have you seen... Look at this picture. You can't see this, but look at that stash. That stash is bad. That's amazing. Are you kidding me? All right, let's see. Let's see some of the stats. Are you gonna give me a stats? What the, what's going on here? Well, I mean, Chip, you, you just gotta think. <sighs> Dude, it's just so. It's hard. Five hundred and forty-eight career home runs. How many times did... 2,234 hits. How many times did the Phillies make the playoffs in Mike Schmidt's tenure? Oh, I, I don't know. How many times was he an all-star? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. 12-time all-star in 18 years. 12. Dude. I just... I... <sighs> Dude, this is this is hard. <laughs> I mean, he won, Brian, Hall of Famer, no, three-time MVP, twelve-time All-Star, ten-time Gold Glover, six-time Silver Slugger, World Series MVP. What else do you need? Bobby Clark, dude. <laughs> two Stanley Cups, two championships, two championships to Philadelphia. Two, two, two. Hall of Famer, eight-time All-Star. What do you want? What is it going to take you to put a flyer further? I don't know if I can do it, man. Why? Because you hate the Flyers? I don't hate the Flyers. You do. I don't hate you the obviously Flyers. Do. Why? Would I, I don't hate the Flyers. Still can't believe you didn't put Bernie Perron through. It's Allen Iverson. Are he you kidding me? He never won anything. At least Mike Schmidt is great. 
I don't care. It doesn't matter. Championship. And you know, people who say championships don't define greatness. Championships crown your legacy. We're but right we're now. Not, he is a crown. We are not winner. We are not even a winner. We're not talking championships. We if we're talking. Oh my god. All we're right. talking fine, fine, influential. Fine. Mike, Mike Schmidt. Sure. There you go. Dude, you got. Come on, man. Mike Schmidt. Freaking ridiculous. What do you mean? Dude, any other matchup, Bobby Clark wins. Except maybe like... Nick Foles. Well, you put Bobby Clark past Nick Foles. Would you? You put him through Chase Utley. Uh, I would put him over Chase Utley, yes. Okay. You would not put him through Brian Dawkins. You would not put him through Wilt or Dr. J. I would put him over Wilt. I would... Uh, Dr. J, maybe. Doc, maybe. Okay. Uh, all right. Right, let's move on. I gotta calm down. I'm, but it's I'm Mike right. Schmidt, man. That's all right. All that's a, right. That sucks for Bobby Clark because he got put up against him. Yeah, I'm just saying. Okay, so now we have Nick Foles. Okay. Versus in the Elite Eight. Versus Chase Utley. Oh, much I won't. I think you gotta go Nick Foles, man. You gotta go Nick Foles? Yes. Really? Yes. I think you gotta go Nick Foles. Backup quarterback? I don't need to say more. Brian Dawkins. Alright. Dr. J. Oh, jeez. Are we gonna have to put two Eagles up there, man? In the Final Four? (laughs) I don't know if we... Are we gonna put two Eagles in the Final Four? Oh, Are no. you going to put two Eagles in the Final Four? I, I, I think... Dr. J was great, man. Are you kidding me? Brian Dawkins amazing, too, but... Oh, my gosh, dude. <laughs> Although I agree that it was a sin that Brian Dawkins didn't win a Super Bowl with the Eagles. Let me just say this. And if you don't agree, then I'll, put, I'll move Dr. J on. When you think of Philadelphia... You think of grit. You think of All right, it's passion. Brian, it's, it's Brian Dawkins. Yes, thank you. Right. Okay. Then we have... Weapon X. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> then we have... Allen Iverson versus... Jimmy Rollins. Allen Iverson. What? Mm-hmm. I was gonna say Jim. Oh, I was gonna say Jimmy Rollins. Allen Iverson. All right. Yeah. Uh, that's not like a. That wasn't one of my like huge debates, uh, but. Yeah, Allen Iverson, no question. Finally, love we you, Gerald. Love you, Jason Peters, Mike Schmidt. Schmidt. <sighs> All right, that was a pretty easy round. <laughs> I think. Uh, I think we got that. The first round matchups were tough, man. I mean, Mike Schmidt against Bobby Clark, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. I can't believe we just easily gave Nick Foles that over Chase Utley. Dude, backup quarterback winning a Super Bowl against the greatest player in NFL history. Next, in the final four, Nick Foles, Brian Dawkins. Oh, God. I don't know, dude. I can't. I can't. (sighs) Oh!
Weapon X versus the backup quarterback that took the Eagles after Carson Wentz went down into the Falcons, against the Vikings, and against the GOAT. And won. Time That Super Bowl performance will never be forgotten. I know Brian Dawkins' <laughs> career will never be forgotten, but that Super Bowl is one of the best Super Bowls of all time, whether people like it or not. All right, Nick Foles. I thought. Yeah. <sighs> Love you, B-Dog. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Yeah, Nick Foles, 100%. The reason, too, you can look on Twitter. When Nick Foles signed with the Jags, there were so many Eagles fans just being like, we will literally miss you. Yeah. And, and no one was like, F you for leaving. Everyone was like, no, everyone knew. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah like, that's just. And, and, like, you know, that's the thing, too. Eagles fans get bad publicity a lot. Yeah. But you see stuff like that. Are we really that bad, or are you guys just assholes? More than likely that, but... You guys are weak. Well, you guys, but, like, we're talking about other people who don't don't live here. Non-Philly fans, but... Honestly... If you are a non-Philly fan, then you're weak. If I went went to the Meadowlands, and I was being a tool, I would expect a beer to be thrown at me. I'm just saying. Right, exactly. Same thing in Dallas, except I'd probably just... Yeah, Yeah, but you'd be willingly doing it, because you're in Dallas. Yeah, I'm in Dallas. All right. Finally, in the second game of the Final Four, we have AI versus Mike Schmidt. I'm glad the championship won't be two Eagles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. If we're talking who like you think about when you think about Philadelphia... Who had the better career overall is Mike Schmidt. Yeah. Nothing against AI. It's just... Oh, man. I mean... I think what AI doesn't have going for him, too, is the fact that he wasn't a sixer his entire career as well. That's true. Mike Schmidt was. A sixer? Yeah. He's no. a sixer, right? <laughs> he was a killer. <laughs> no, nah, I know. But... I just feel like Mike Schmidt's career was that good. They're both Hall of Famers, I know. This is a tough call, but Mike Schmidt. Alright, do it. Nick Foles, Mike Schmidt. We're talking influential here. Mm. Oh my gosh. Here... I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you my reasoning first, and I'm gonna tell you who it is, and you're gonna know who it is. Based solely on the fact because we witnessed it, it's Nick Foles. Because we weren't we weren't there in 1980 to experience that championship. We were here for both of Nick Foles's ten years with the team. Yes. We witnessed his his whole career play out. His excellence. Yes. His fall. Yes. And his resurrection. We were there when we when he when we when we drafted him. He was a starter for us. Got traded. Witnessed that downfall, and then witnessed him come back up, and win a championship. Based solely on that, and just because the Eagles have were were. Just desperate for a championship. 
I think you gotta give it to him. Yeah. Done. Now, the thing is, too, I want to say, even if we didn't pick Nick Foles, and even if we slandered him, I'm pretty sure he would go back to his couch, Mm -hmm. laugh about it, pick up his Bible, and pray for us. Yep. That's just who he is. Yes, he would. And he would say, I forgive you. All right, well, he's not Jesus. Calm down. He's Jesus to me. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus to a lot of Eagles fans. He is. But, um... Alright, so we have Nick Foles is the most influential Philadelphia athlete for our generation. Let's put it... For, for I, what loved, we would, I loved everyone on that list, too, but... It was, the fact that they were on that list... Yes. I, I, the only thing... I hate Donovan McNabb. I wish he weren't on there, but he was an influential character. He was, he was. He did a lot. He did a lot for us, but... Didn't win. Yeah, he did not. <laughs> he lost a lot of NFC championships. A lot of them. All right. Well, let's move on from our tournament. Nick Foles has been crowned the most influential. In our opinion, if you want to slander us, who cares? If you want to slander us, get right ahead. I don't care. All right. We love everyone on the list, and we love everyone in Philadelphia. That's all I got to say. Just a couple BS things that I want to talk about. UCF should have beat Duke. That was a blatant push off by Zion. Uh, How do you let let RJ Barrett get that rebound on the free throw? Taco Fall failed out. Oh, that's right. All right, never mind. But still, you can't let that happen in that crucial of a moment. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I didn't How did Nova it. get blown out by 20-plus points? Because we let him, we let Edwards score 42. Look, man, he just wasn't missing. It, it happens. You know, it just... Ha- have you ever just played a pickup we're game? Like the, dude, no, the, have you ever just played a pickup game and you are dropping everything? Villanova is doing that. Villanova's like the Giants now. They're going to win next year. No. Every other, every other even year, we're going to be good. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, every even year for the next four years, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. For the next forever. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not be the Giants and stop at three. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. All right, second thing. Did you catch the uh, Trailblazers highlights? No, but I heard... I didn't see Nurkic's injury. Did you? Nurkic's injury... Was it... Okay. Horrible. I didn't see so, it. I don't want to see it. I'm scared. Remember remember Kevin Ware? Oh, no. Remember uh, Lattimore's injury, too? Did you see Bone? Uh, I didn't see Bone. But he went up, and when he came down, oh, no. on, on the TV screen, his leg went from straight to from mid-shin to the left. Oh, my God. And landed. Jesus. And then you just see him laying there like, that's an appropriate reaction. Look, I mean, Alex Smith's injury was just as horrendous. It was. Remember Kevin Wears, man? Oh, my God. I watched that live. Me too. Well, I saw what happened at first. I was like, dude, get up. And then they showed the replay. I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah. They didn't even know what happened. They're like, what, what's going on? Why he's still on the ground? And then they showed it. They're like, Oh. Oh, and you saw Bone. You saw the head. Oh, yeah, you got me get the flashbacks in I'm my sorry, head, man. I'm sorry. I remember I just... watching that. It was the first year I had a big screen. At that point, it was a 32 inch TV, which is nothing. Yeah, I'm and I'm but... a kid at this. Like I was like what, like 12 at that point. I didn't know that could happen. I didn't know your leg could freaking fall off, basically. And I just I yeah, was it's like, it's called a compound fracture. Whatever. And, but yeah. <laughs> basically, it's hanging off by 
your ligaments and your tendons. That's yeah, it. Your bone breaks all right. the way through and just shoves right through. Right. And you. S- oh my god. And I was just my. I was mind blown. And I was just. Stress fractures exist, what, man. That you was should, a, that if was, you feel any pain, get it checked out. That was a moment in my life. Oof. Anyway, let's stop talking about injuries. Well, I mean, I had to bring that up. That just happened. Yeah, that was... I mean, speedy recovery. No one wants to see that happen to anyone. Yeah. We, every single time someone gets injured like that, we say the same thing. Especially when someone's having that good of a year. I might not want to like see them win, but at the same time... And they just clinched, too. They just clinched the playoff berth. All right, well, uh, let's move on from that before it gets depressing for them. All right. Anything else happening? No? No. How are we living? Are we living? We're living. Yeah. This tournament sucks. It does. There's All right. been, like, no upsets. The one UC I can F1. think of The one I can think of is UC Irvine. Murray State won. Murray State won, but then they lost. Oregon, Oregon, Oregon's the lowest seed. Right, Liberty won. Liberty. Oregon's the lowest seed right now. They're at twelve, which I guess is good. Yeah. But they beat. Uh, we need like a fourteen. They beat. Win. They beat. Well, we needed a fourteen. To win. They beat Wisconsin. Oregon did, and then they just beat a thirteen seed UC Irvine. So. Not exciting. Like it's like an eight playing a nine. Kind of, but it's a five against twelve. I know. But. I mean, a lot, a lot of 12s beat 5s these days. So. Oh, I meant 12 playing to 13. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, all right. Well, we'll see what the tournament brings us. Anything left to say, or uh, are we going to queue this up? Let's go Phillies. <laughs> go Phillies. At this point, we've reached our destination for the day. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Bandwagon Podcast. Follow us at PHL The Bandwagon on Twitter, PHL The Bandwagon on Facebook. Like our stuff, follow our polls. We will probably ask who you think is the most influential Philadelphia athlete. Um, you can follow our articles on PHL Sports Nation for Phillies Nation. I'm Ryan Michaels. For Eagles Nation, Christopher Tiernan. Uh, give us a like, give us a follow, share us, you know, tell your friends, tell your family. We like we like compliments too, or or hate us. I don't care. <laughs> go to go to phlsportsnation.com for all your Philly sports wants, needs, and desires. We have articles daily for all sports: basketball, football, baseball, hockey, and soccer, and college. You know, the big five, big thing. Except they're all out. But all right, we've reached our destination for the day. We'll see you at the next stop. Thanks for listening.